Welcome to Higher Calling Wildlife with award-winning wildlife journalist Chester Moore. From deep investigations to interviews with top experts, Higher Calling Wildlife is the place to get informed and inspired about all things wildlife. This is Chester Moore with Higher Calling Wildlife and reporting in from the sheep show. You hear a little bit of ambient noise. It's crowds walking by. Not a whole lot where we're at, but uh, there are a few people around. And it's an incredible show, the Wild Sheep Foundation and Sheep Show, bringing together conservation, sheep hunters, mountain hunters. And um, last spring, I had the privilege at the Wild Sheep Foundation Chapter and Affiliate Summit of seeing an incredible documentary called Transmission. And sitting across from me is the man who made all that happen, Jesse Bone from British Columbia. Hi, Chester. Good to have you here, man. Good to be here. So for those who have uh, never connected with this, pretty much the only people who have seen this have been at special meetings or in film festivals right now. Give us the, the premise of Transmission. So Transmission is um, a, a film about a disease that's... Uh, that's spread from domestic sheep to wild sheep. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been, the, the biologists and researchers and everybody have been dealing with it, Wild Sheep Foundation, Wild Sheep Society of BC, have been mm -hmm. dealing with it on the landscape for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, and so what we, they, what we wanted to do was to create a film to raise awareness about it. And what happens is that the, these uh, domestic sheep herds who have this mycoplasma pneumonia yeah. um, uh, can can live with it, similar to you know smallpox. You know, yeah. there's a there's a certain population that has grown up in immunity with it, mm -hmm. um, and they can sustain with it. But it's when the wild sheep and domestic sheep mingle or cross, um, it's you know it's air to air, nose to nose contact is how it's transmitted. And simply the wild sheep just don't have the immune system to deal with it, mm -hmm. which leads to them dying off. Yeah, we're looking at, um, you know, when Lewis and Clark went west, maybe two million wild sheep or bighorns even. There's different estimates on that, but we're looking at 1950, maybe 25,000 bighorns. Yeah. And, uh, of course, conservation efforts, translocation, things like the Wild Sheep Foundation, the Wild Sheep Society of British Columbia, all these things have helped. But this movie, as it's called, is still out there. And uh, your documentary does a really interesting thing of intertwining two stories. You have a what's called a test and remove situation where basically testing wild caught bighorns and removing ones that test positive for Moby. And then a family who has domestic sheep in bighorn territory and their journey of kind of learning about conservation of sheep. Yeah, so typically it's been dealt with these test and remove programs where we know it's in the wild population mm -hmm. and the most effective way that we can deal with it is remove those infected or those shedders that yep. shed the disease. Yep. Um, and so what we look at at the documentary, we kind of explain how that all, all that works and, and the real mm -hmm. cost mm -hmm. that is involved with, with dealing with, the with this disease on the landscape. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Dr. Helen Schwanchi, who's, who's kind of our protagonist in the film, um, goes through and explores maybe an option of, uh, you know, removing it from the source. So mm -hmm. typically it's always been either test or remove or keep them separate. Yeah. So you're talking about high fencing, big expensive fences to yeah. keep wild and domestics. And I mean, in a, in a perfect world on paper that works, but in reality you're dealing with, you know, volunteer situations. You're raising money to build fences on private yep. land. Yep. You know, they had issues of, you know, farmers would get a few sheep just to get a free fence. Yeah. So, you know, the separation is 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 effective, but mm -hmm. it's not, it's a piecemeal situation. It, it doesn't fully eliminate it. So Helen um, looks at, you know, possibly, is there a way that we can remove it from the domestic sheep so that now if we can create a, 
domestic sheep population that doesn't have Movi, mm -hmm. and we can kind of cure them of it, uh, then we eliminate the risk up to 90%. Yeah, it's a really incredible journey, but from a filmmaker's perspective, mm -hmm. what was the emotional arc that you went through seeing all this happen, and also when you got into the editing suite? Well, yeah, that's... So, from the film, because it yeah. was such a deep cut, that's yeah. where the, it was my connection to get involved yeah. with um, helping with conservation. I joined the board of the Wild Sheep Society because mm -hmm. of all these efforts wow. and learning about all these people mm -hmm. that are working so hard uh, out on the landscape with very little support and help. Yeah. Um, so, when we kind of got into the, the film and got to learn all the people and all mm -hmm. the issues, it was... Um, inspiring to see how many people behind the scenes without any mm. you know big spotlights or very little articles written about you know all yep. the conservation all these biologists that are working so hard to try to figure out a solution and, and, and then being able to come and participate mm. in this you know, participating in the test and remove yeah. was one of the most powerful experiences I've had in my career yeah. it was um, incredible to put hands on these wild animals it was incredibly difficult and very emotional because we had to, we're, we're killing sheep to remove them out, to stop them from shedding the disease to their newborn lambs and, mm -hmm. and amongst the herd. Mm -hmm. So you're, you know, we were, I'm doing all this research with biologists, you're learning mm -hmm. about population decline, you're learning about all these problems, then you go into the field, like, let's help these sheep, and you're killing them. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, that's just incredibly incredible that you can't have a more connection than that yeah it's powerful i cried twice <laughs> i've seen it twice and the first time was pretty bad here this was just like a couple of, yeah. but uh <laughs> it was a it was a beautiful picture and of course i have a lot of knowledge because of what i do of this wild sheep story so maybe i connected from that perspective but you're taking it to film festivals but people probably don't know a bighorn from an elk watching it right. what's what's been some of the reaction in that world yeah so one of the things that's really been great from you know everyone who's kind of helped us pull this film together the wild sheep society of bc is we really wanted to reach outside of our conservation mm -hmm. echo chamber i call it you know like we're really we're really good at talking to each other mm -hmm. we're really good to say you know sharing what all our issues are and we raise a lot of money mm -hmm. and put a lot of money on the ground with mm -hmm. projects but we need to also reach outside so what we wanted to do was put this film um, in a festival circuit. So we're reaching out to non-hunting mm -hmm. uh, organizations. We're reaching out to people that are going to film festivals mm -hmm. to watch film, not necessarily for conservation. They're being surprised. And mm -hmm. so it's been really, really good. Like, our goal was to get into festivals, just to yeah. get accepted so we get eyeballs yeah, on it. you watch it in front of influential audiences. Yeah. That's right, yeah. And it's been received really well. We've won two awards for Best Environmental Film. Uh, we've won an award for Emotional Impact. We were nominated for Best Documentary at one. We were finalists at uh, the Banff Mountain Film Festival, which I went to Banff and I presented. And Banff Mountain Film Festival is about um, kayaking, skiing, rock climbing. Mm -hmm. It's very recreational outdoors. Yeah. I don't know if there's ever been a, a conservation or, or at least a hunting you know, mm -hmm. organization funded film in that festival before. But thankfully, we were there. I had everybody in the theater crying. There's 250 people bawling their eyes out, and mm -hmm. we had a standing ovation at the end. Wow. One of my proudest moments as a filmmaker. I can imagine. It was really, really, really great. Um, and it was just, it, that's what we were trying to do, is to reach into that, you know, um, especially outdoor media world. Mm -hmm. um, and we've done that really, really well. And we've got... Another, f I think we've got one more festival coming up at the end of February, mm -hmm. and then we're, we're done. Now we're going into broadcast, and then we'll go public release online All to right. really go. Because <laughs> rightfully so, biologists and research and everybody that sees it privately is just like, 
itching to get it because it's a really good tool. Sure. The idea was that, you know, this film can be used to bring people on board and, you know, quickly get them to understand the situation. Because so many people, uh, you know, you're talking about killing sheep to save them. That makes no sense. Yeah. So that's what we wanted to do is outline that whole story so that people understand it and can, su- can support the project. Yeah. We had one, one, um, one town that was... Um, or the biologists and, and local uh, community in BC that had a lot of sheep and where this you know, main issue is, is, uh, is starting or, or where, it's, where it's kind of centralized, um, they were having issues with the community getting involved with you know, this idea of mm-hmm. removing sheep to save them. So we went to the town. We had a public screening. Um, the regional biologists have been waiting for local governments to, to get some traction mm-hmm. for years. The day after the film, they got an email that they're putting internal pressure on their government. People are buying in and taking action right away. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, just I want to catch up with you again. We had you when we're outdoors on a radio show. Yeah. But you're trying, you're putting a message that goes beyond like wild sheep circles, hunting circles, and mm. goes out into maybe a public that can get figure out a way. Maybe they can get on board with supporting policy that helps wild sheep and right. Wild sheep. Yeah. Well, that's one of the biggest things is. You know, when you get into the conservation world, when you get into conservation issues, Mm -hmm. if you get into it and you take the time to realize how complex it is, Mm -hmm. there's no black and white. There's no, oh, it's, it's, you know, Mm -hmm. this equals this and I have made this decision. Mm -hmm. It's this is connected to that, that's connected to that, and then that over there. And it's all this gray, wiry mess of everything's connected together. Mm -hmm. So it's about really taking the time and understanding those issues so that you can do stuff. yeah, I don't know. And you have a website uh, yes. to help people understand about this disease issue. Yeah, so um, with the film, we've, we've created a website that's... So one of the things that I've learned about, you know, the conservation community has been dealing with Moby for a long time. Mm-hmm. And everywhere has information. Governments have a little articles here and yes. there, but there's not a central location where people can go to read articles, go to mm-hmm. watch films, anything yeah. that's, that's like that. So we created a website called MobyFree.org, mm-hmm. and that's where people can see the film eventually when it's publicly released but they can see where it's screening where they can go and watch it uh, but also articles just mm-hmm. kind of centralize the information because a big strategy and who we worked with uh, the bc sheep separation program coordinator jeremy who's in the film he needs to do outreach to farmers and producers mm-hmm. so having an, an easier way or, or a way that he can you know direct people mm-hmm. uh to to just say Go to moviefree.org, learn about it, and let's talk. Thanks for listening to Higher Calling Wildlife. Find us on Facebook at Higher Calling Wildlife, at The Chester Moore on Instagram, and our blog at highercalling.net. To contact Chester, email chester at chestermore.com.